This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Panther Nation Podcast. Yeah. Let's go. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Cut right. And I would like to introduce one of the hottest podcasts in Carolina history. Let's go. Oh, 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 yeah. Stop, let's check. We got time to chop it up. Talking analytics and fantasy draft. You know what's up. Panther Nation representing. Cause this is where we talk that. Talk that's so incredible. Make them rewind that talk back. Pause. Talking Panthers football, we discussing it all. On and off the field, you know exactly who to call. You know we the number one podcast. Competition is non-existent, you need to stop that. Pause. It's an honor to be a Panther fan. Pause. At Bank of America, that is where we ball. Coming to the jungle, then you gonna feel the pause. Winning the trophy for the city, it is the call. Black, white, and blue, we going Carolina strong. And this is the conversation where everyone belongs. Discussing all the numbers and topics, you know we got it. We the hottest podcast when we popping. Let's go. Yo, 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 what's cracking? This your boy Rashad. I'm back. I'm back in the building. We got Dave. Shout out to Dave for holding it down last week. What's good? What's good, everybody? What's cracking? What's cracking? Dave, what's good with you, man? This guy out here taking vacations during the PNP Mania Finals. Man, you ought to be ashamed listen, of yourself. I'm appalled. L- listen, bro. It was a lot going on last week. A lot going on last week, which I'll get into in a second. But yeah, it was a lot, a lot going on for me. Uh, Dave, before we get into what I was doing, how about how about you? How, how about how was your week uh, last week, and what what you got going on right now? Well, I'm in my new spot. You know, I'm not fully ingrained, but I I know you guys check out that background. The background's pretty dope. So that I'm in my dope. new spot. Can't complain. Kudos. Yeah, my, I, a, a lot of a lot of Joe Bello art back there. I see a lot of Joe Bello. Shout out to him. And I need and I don't know if he. I think he did something for Bryce Young already. But Joe, if you're listening, they, he did. Yeah, if you're listening, I need to go ahead and get that off, cause I gotta, I gotta go for, I gotta make some adjustments here. I got, I got one, I got one spot left right next to camera. Oh yeah, I gotta go get go, that. Dave. I gotta go. Yeah, you need to cop that. Yeah, I gotta go get Shout that. Out to my, my man Joe, that punk panther on Twitter. Fantastic artwork, man. I got just about every damn thing he puts out. Not everything. But uh, just about everything. I got I a lot. Yeah, a all this, other than the A&T, other than the A&T Aggies, everything else is all Joe Bella. So shout out to him. Outstanding yeah, artist. Outstanding nice. artist. But now, nah, man, like I'm in my new spot, you know, you know, I I've, I came off on some things and uh, things have things have turned. I'm still <laughs> unpacking. It's going to be a while. Yeah, I know you're laughing because you know. So what, so what you're saying, Dave, is you, you, uh, you definitely about to be on the prowl is what you're saying. You definitely about I'm to be always going to be on the prowl, baby. I'm always going to be on the prowl. Always on the prowl. I'll see what That's you did. That's funny. Shout out, to Dave. Shout, shout out to Dave. <laughs> it's funny because, y'all, we we be talking before this. So uh, it's, it's, that's why that's funny. But, yeah, man, shout out to Dave. Dave up right now. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Yo, shout out and to I'm Dave, standing up, man. too. Yo, I'm standing up, too. And let yeah. me know how the audio is because I might. this might be a normal thing. We'll see how it goes. But, now nah, this is nah, – it's been a, it's been a crazy week. Good, pretty good weekend, but it pretty much it was the weekend of unpacking. I moved into my new spot on Friday. Um, I took some stuff out to unpack stuff. I broke a television, which is unfortunate, um, but I got another one, so it is what it is. And then Monday, the movers came in with all my stuff, and my living room is now 
the, the chaos. Like you can see, I got a couple arcade machines in the back here, but all the rest of them aren't even available to anybody. Um, but it is what it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is a fun time in the land of Dave, and uh, you know, can't complain too much. And I'm looking forward to training camp next week, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ready for that. I'm ready. Yeah, training camp is next. No, week. I ain't sitting down. Turn it up. Training camp is, is next week. He's about to turn it up. But before we get into that, I got to real quick remind y'all about On the Proud. Remember, pursue your dreams, radiate positivity, overcome an obstacle, work hard, and love what you do. And I just want to talk about something real quick because my daughters was on the Proud this last week, which is where I was at. Was, was where I was on the Proud because uh, my daughters had the national championships uh, for dance uh, in Myrtle Beach last week, which is where I was. It was a lot going on, which is why I could not get on the stream. The Wi-Fi was trash. The connection was not working the way I wanted. So I didn't want to, you know, hijack the stream by any way, shape, or form. But shout out to my daughters. Um, both of my daughters are national champions. Uh, my my Shout out to the under eight group uh, for my, my youngest. She's 10, but the average group of the uh, average age of the group is under eight. So shout out to them. They're national champions. And shout out to my That's oldest awesome. daughter, who her small group is a national champion as well, man. Super shout out to them. It was It was fire. I uh, have fun. Shout out to the whole ZFL family, man. It was lit. It was lit. So if any of y'all watching, they now know I, I do the pod. So shout out to them, man. Shout out to all the homies out there. It was, it was dope. It was dope. Love supporting my daughters. Uh, and like I said, they was on the prowl, so I had to support them. But, man, shout out to them. Shout out to them. Well, why are we talking about on the prowl, man? Like, I, with all the, the change and everything else that's been going on, my daughter been clocking it in, too. Like, she took her first APB class during the school year this year, and she passed. She got a four, so she's gonna get some college credit. Five. I think the only folks five. that won't take the college credit is the Ivy League, because you gotta have a five to, for the Ivy League to take it. So shout out to her for getting it in on that as well. Yeah, man. Nah, that's dope. Again, if you got something you want to share, man, if you you got some positive news, drop that in the chat, man. We want to highlight some positivity. A lot of a lot of crazy stuff out here. A lot of people being negative all the time. So again, we just want to radiate some positivity. And uh, man, yeah. Shout out to being on the proud, man. That's what's up. Absolutely. All right, let's go ahead. It's a lot to talk about. I mean, it's it's the off season, but it's low key, a lot has happened. Uh, so we're gonna get right into it. A couple of things. Let's get let's get it cracking. Uh, Dave D Hop, D Hop chose to sign with the Tennessee Titans. Dave, what 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 do you think about this? Well, how do you feel as a Carolina Panther fan that he chose the Titans to be his squad? Didn't he say he wanted to play with an elite quarterback? A D Hop said a lot. No, 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 no. Didn't he say he wanted to play with an elite quarterback? Said a lot. That was part of that was a, a that part was of the conditions. That was one of them. That was part. There was, it was a lot that he said. I, I let me continue with the questioning, sir. Do you My think bad. Tennessee My Titans bad. have an elite quarterback? No, that would be an absolute no. No, they In do fact, have an elite running game. Yes, they do. But they ain't a quarterback. Derrick Henry out here ain't out here throwing 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 uh strikes. But um he got some good money for this deal too. I mean y'all saying money grab in the chat, but that's not nowhere was kind of relatively close to what he wanted, but that's not what he wanted. My man wanted a, a, a Odell Beckham deal, which was eighteen. For and Odell got eighteen or well, up to eighteen. With the sentence for one year, D Hop steals up to fifteen for two years. So he didn't quite. I mean, he didn't get a major bag that he was. That's that's not what I was. I mean, I, well, the Panthers could have gave him that. I mean, real talk. You, 
when you remember when we had the conversation about whether or not D Hop still has it or not, and I said it wasn't about the fact that he didn't have it, but it was about the fact that he would occasionally mispractice. He had some injuries and things yeah. of that sort. Sure, that probably was a like he probably thought he was gonna get this, and all the most of the offers that he got was around this. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, Titans might have been the best offer he got. Panthers might not have even been willing to pay him what he got from Tennessee. And and you're absolutely right, Dave. That's that's exactly where I was going with it. Is that, yo, I don't there. I don't think the offers were out there. I don't think he had a lot of people, with, like Dave said, wanting to deal with the, you know, maybe the injuries or maybe him not being in practice or maybe there was a lot of things that the other teams. And I feel like this. I feel like go to your point, Dave. I feel like if the Panthers wanted D Hop. We would have had D Hop. Like if we're a much yeah, better. Situation, most, we got the most cap in the league, right? And if we wanted him, we could have got him. I, I don't think that was a thing. I think D Hop had a limited, uh, a, a limited audience, the folks that wanted him, and I think he took the best available offer, which is complete. Which is why I say that yo, these players say whatever they want. They get out here and they get on these podcasts. They say they can demand anything. They can say, oh, I want to play with X Y Z. I want to do this. But the market is going to tell you what you're going to get. The market is the market, which is going to go into another conversation we'll have later with the running backs. But that's the market. You, it, it is what it is. Like that's why I've been trying to. I be trying to tell people that just because you're D Hop doesn't mean you're going to have a market. You know, you there, there's a lot that uh, supposedly comes with you, right? So it, it it's it it is what it is. Like you gotta you gotta look at these. That's why I said. If we wanted D Hop, we could have got him. People say, oh, ah, we'll never get D Hop. Ah, ah, scoff. We'll never get it. Bro, if we wanted him, we could have got him. And this this deal clearly shows that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I think folks were worried about the other contracts that was coming down the pike. Shout out to Snowman. Shout out to Austin, bro, for the super chat. We really appreciate that. Yeah, shout out to the bros. Shout out to the men of Phi Beta Sigma. Conclave was over last weekend. Ah, man, I should have been in Houston, bro. I was seeing the pictures. I was getting jealous. I'm going to tell you that right now. I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna hold you though. Shout out to Jess Zoe for the super chat. I would have loved D Hop in Carolina, but we have a lot of guys to pay soon. That's true, but you can do anything with the cap. You can do anything with the cap. Cap give cap take it away, but you can do anything with the cap overall. So I'm not too worried about it from that aspect. Um, but I just think. Oh, never mind. I'm reading this. Now, I just, I just think that we probably could have we could have went after him, but it's obvious that ain't the path that the team wants to go in. And I think yeah. it's obvious that the team is fine with so, the receivers that they have. Right, which is a great point, Dave. I think that, that again, there is always going to be a, uh, a cause and effect, right? The Panthers have chosen to say, you know what? We're going to chill with the seal we got. Now, here's the Here's the opposite into that, right? If we don't have a guy that ends up playing as well as we think they should, you know, TMJ, if he doesn't take that next step, we, we, we're we pretty confident in Thielen. Thielen is a, a, is a proven vet, and I think Thielen's going to be fine. A little bit older, but I think Thielen's going to be fine. Chark, what if DJ Chark does not end up being healthy? What if he doesn't live up to his expectation? I mean, you could have had – we could play the shoulda, coulda, woulda game – if it was me, and I, I always like to say if what I would do in certain scenarios because I like playing, I, I like playing the the team building game. If it was me, 
bro, I'm giving D Hop that money, and I'm getting my quarterback the best available weapons. I don't care what it comes. I don't care what y'all talking about in the chat. Like whatever reason you're saying you don't want him, I don't care what you're talking about. You give your cornerback, excuse me, your quarterback Bryce Young the best weapons you can get him, and whatever happens from that happens. Now I understand what comes with it. I understand that he may may or may not be on the field, but if you're so confident in the weapons that you have on the roster, then what's the difference between adding the cherry on the top? You 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 had what you had if he wasn't there. So what's the difference between bringing him on? You know what I mean? So like, if it was me, I'm bringing him on. I don't care about. And I know that the the thing is, oh, we gotta we want to see other guys develop, bro. We have a four year window, five year window, with Bryce's contract. I'm I'm bro. I'm I'm kind of sick of the development, Pete. Like, when are we going to get some homies in here so we can start balling? Like, let's play. Let's play, bro. Like, I, I get it. I understand got, it. I under, hey, I completely you, understand that mindset of wanting to develop. But, bro, we 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 gonna be sitting here three years from now here, say, oh, I want to see the development. I just want to get some guys in here so we can ball from day one. That's just me. You tired, Rashad? Are you tired of development? I, I guess I'm a little sick of the word. I, I gotta be honest with you. I I get it. I completely understand. And I'm just maybe it's the be maybe it's the impatience in me, for sure. Maybe it's the impatience in me. I'm sick of seeing mediocrity. I want to I want to be able to get some dudes in here, hit the ground running. To be honest, but I get it. I completely get it. I understand sitting back, seeing what you have in DJ Chart, seeing what you have in TMJ. But if it's me, I'm giving it to D Hop, and I figure figure it out later. That's just me personally. Pause. Yeah, I mean, I, major I, pause on that. Major pause. Major, major pause. But that being said, I mean, when you start thinking about like, I agree with you with regards to the five year window. Um, and I do agree about the development piece. But the only pushback I'll give you is that if we would assign D Hop, what would you have expected out of Mingo? Who cares? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I like, I, I get it. Look, bro, I get that. I get the development thing. I get it. Because guess what? Yo. Thielen is not going to be around like he no Thielen is getting up there, bro. Like you've got to start to you got to start to figure out what you're going to do. I, I love Thielen in the short term, but two or three years from now, bro, he's he's on the tail end of his 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 career, bro. We can't rely on him as the number one guy. And right now, he's the number one guy. Even you said it. You said it on yep. your prediction the other day. Thielen's the bro. Nah, we can't depend on that. So we're now we're sitting we're waiting on to TMJ to develop, which I'm cool with. Let's get it. I'm down. I'm with you. I'm DJ Chart. I get it. I'm I'm down. But what what if it doesn't happen? You know what I mean? So and you gotta you you guys like D Hop don't become available very often, bro. And when you had we keep I keep seeing this too. Another thing I keep seeing my bad day. I'll let you get in a second. I keep seeing this too. Oh, Mike Evans gonna be here next. Uh Mike Evans gonna hit the Chris Godwin gonna hit the market. Them dudes is not hitting the market, bro. Them dudes is not hitting well, the market. One might. One might. You can't tag them both. True, I, but I doubt you can't okay. tag them both. You, you can't, you can't. But I, I doubt both of them do. I doubt they hit the market next year. I doubt. It. I think it. Depends, even then, I think it, well, it depends how, on how so many factors. And he's younger than I know. He's younger than D Hop. I can tell you that. <laughs> but my my thing is when you start talking about when you start talking about it's next good. year, that's the wrong attitude. Right. Like 
D Hop, but the thing about going to the Titans for D Hop, does the do the Titans have a chance to to do some damage this year? Probably. Nobody's really talking about them if you want to keep it a buck. But it's only been two years. Jax, what? Jax what? It's only. Huh? Jags division. Tannehill's been hurt, bro. I mean, Tannehill is Tannehill did lead, lead them boys to the AFC Championship. I don't care what they're doing. Jags division, bro. I said what I said. Okay. We're going to go over, by the way, we're going to go over all these divisions. So it's going to be a fun yeah. conversation when we can do it. We are going to go over well, it. I'm, I can tell you what's not going to change. Jags division. Jags division. <laughs> all right, man. I, I'm I'm fascinated because, I mean, the if you want to talk about the, the particulars, depending on how bad the Bucks are, neither one of them guys might not be there. They might tag Godwin and Keelan Evans going to agency, or they might decide to not let them both go for no compensation. So we'll see. It'll be interesting. I'll say that. We'll, yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, but I'm I listen. I don't when it's right. I I can't predict what's gonna happen. I can't wait to see if Mike Evans hits the market or if when you have a yeah. guy like D Hop in right in front of you, you have to react. And I'm not saying it's a major mistake. I'm not saying that by any means. I'm just saying if it was me. If it was me, I would have made that move. Because guess what? I could look foolish when uh, TMJ drops 1,500 yards or something or t- uh, 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 DJ Chart, seven, 800 yards. Like, I could look crazy, and w- maybe we did need him. You know what I mean? So it's it, it's always going to be that shoulda, coulda, woulda game. If it was me, I'm always going to surround my quarterback with the best talent available. You know, it, but it is what it is. It You know, it is what it is. But you anyway. know what team is more furious than, than you are right now, Rashad? Who is that? The Patriots. They're furious. They feel a type of way about the fact that they decided. Because he picked them over the Patriots. Uh, from what I understand, those are the final two. And he picked the Titans over the Patriots. He picked playing with a potentially rookie quarterback or Ryan Tannehill over is it, Mac Jones. Isn't Tennessee where uh, wide receivers go to die? They do. Nah, Chicago is. But you know how I feel about that. Tennessee well, yeah, is where I mean, wide receivers going to retire. Tennessee retire. is where wide receivers go to retire. In Chicago, word. that's where wide receivers go to die. <laughs> so let's 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 make sure yeah, we I get saw it clear. A picture. I saw a picture. I, what was it? Andre? Oh Johnson, God! Randy, Randy Moss, Moss, Julio Jones, Andre Julio Johnson. Jones. Yeah. Yeah, 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 bro. That's where they go to retire. Like, I was like, hey, I was like, hey, yo, wow, look at these dudes, man. <laughs> and you know, and how remind me how old is how old DeAndre Hopkins is? Thirty-three, right? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. So, he's thirty-three, right? I don't. I don't care. But my point is, he's right on schedule. Thirty-one. He on that. He on that. He's he on 31. that train. Thirty-one. He's just thirty-one. He's, he's thirty. He's thirty-one, and still a top okay. ten wide receiver. I don't care bad. what y'all talking about. That ain't bad. Easily top ten. Right. We're gonna find out if he breaks the curse. I know Andre Johnson couldn't break that curse. Randy Moss, I'll give him some grace. Um, Julio Jones definitely did not break that curse. But it's going to be fascinating to see how... Well, I mean, he's been on run for his offenses before, so it'll be good to see how he does over there. I'm curious. I'm D-Hop curious. is going to be fine, bro. They, I, He's going to be in a good situation now. Team success, completely different scenario, completely different discussion. But D-Hop, I, if it was from, from them two choices, I would have picked the, the Titans too because the good run mm-hmm. game, Bill Belichick on the hot seat, is he not? I saw that on Twitter. Uh, they, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Let me explain something. To, let me explain something to y'all. Hey, I'm just telling y'all what I saw on Twitter. Let me. Bro. Let me. Let me. This is for all you twi- tweeters out there in the in the in the Twitter land. Bill Belichick has won enough Super Bowls where he could never be on the hot seat. 
He gonna leave when everybody's, he wants to leave. Everybody's got an expiration date, bro. Anybody can get. Yeah, fired. and you know who's gonna pick it? You know who's gonna pick it? Him. Yeah. Bill. He already got his. They already got the. They already got the coaching waiting on the staff, bro. He's gonna pick it. We'll see. But right. I would. I would have picked. I'm. I'm. I'm with. I'm with D Hop. I'm picking Titans. If those two were the choices, I'm picking the Titans. Yeah, but anyway, let's you. move on. Uh, let's move on. D Hop. No D Hop for the Panthers, unfortunately. All right, let's move on. Dave, did you watch the quarterback series or some of it? Any of it? You didn't watch it. I've been packing, bro. I've been bro, packing, you bro. bugging it. So I haven't finished it. I'm. On, I'm only on episode five. But this quarterback series is fantastic. If you get a chance to watch it on Netflix, it's super dope. It's going to the uh, ins and outs of being a quarterback uh, for Patrick Mahomes, uh, Marcus Mariota, and Kirk Cousins. Really, really good uh, commentary. <laughs> it's actually really good. It's really, really no, good. but it's just the it's the it's the gang of characters for me. You got no, it's perfect. Best... No. Yo, no, but it's, it's perfect. perfect. It's a perfect. It gives you you the, the best quarterback in the league right now. It gives you a dude that's been around the league in Mariota, and it gives you Kirk Cousins, who's a. I mean, Kirk Cousins is pretty solid. You know what I mean? Like, so, Kirk Cousins is a solid quarterback, and I, Cousins, there's a lot of it. Oh, go ahead. Kirk Cousins is the type of quarterback where if you need a quarterback and you have Kirk Cousins, you'll just say, "I'll just stick to Kirk Cousins." That's what Kirk Cousins yeah. is. Kirk Kirk yeah. is nice. I mean, he's he's cool. Like. I think some of the biggest takeaway for me, and I haven't finished it yet, so don't kill me if I miss something and y'all are free to share y'all y'all thoughts as well in the chat. But uh, one of the biggest takeaways for me, bro, was the freedom in that Chiefs system. It was really dope when to watch Patrick Mahomes like and them dudes come up with plays and be able to freely come up and draw up plays and and uh, and Andy Reid kind of give that check box. It was it's super. It was cool to watch. Um, and them name it like it was dope. That was dope to watch. That was it, it's some, that's kind of one of those behind the scenes things you don't really get a chance to see. Um, you kind of maybe hear of guys doing that, making plays up, but to see him watch and go through the process and and see how uh, involved he is and actually creating an offense was super dope. I mean, that was dope. Uh, biggest takeaway with Kirk Cousins, bro. Hey, look, shout out to uh, a Cash because I think this this is um, this series kind of made me a fan of Kirk as well. Now, one thing with Kirk, though, we got to get this man a Carmex, uh, uh, Carmex deal. My man Lips was chapped up bad, bro. Like, bro, so nobody was – when they was filming this joint, would say, yo, hey, Kirk, bro, we got to give you some Carmex, some Burt's Bees or some some Vaseline, something. You got to put something on your lips, bro, because you out here looking real crusty. Nobody told him. Nobody told him nobody, that. Nobody gave him the memo? Nobody gave him the memo, bro, but – Kirk Cousins, man, shout out to Kirk. Gained a new respect for Kirk. Uh, one thing I no- took away with Kirk, and this, I think this is the episode I just finished up, was that Kirk uh, definitely gets a chance to um, uh, take Tuesdays off. Like, he completely disconnects from football, takes Tuesdays completely off, and, uh, and you know, chills with his wife, answers fan mail. Like, he was he was uh, returning fan mail, signing cards. Like, that's dope, man. He was going to, like, a bookstore, just chilling. Nobody's really messing with him. Yo, that was kind of dope, man. I really thought that was fire. That was fire. So, uh, Mariota, they, they got it to Mariota, stepping away from the team. Uh, yeah, he just had a baby, and he chose to get a surgery. And You know, Arthur Smith walking away from him. And, and there was some, some confusion on what the story was behind, um, you know, uh, him getting – them moving on from him and going with uh, Ritter. But, yeah, man. So, it was dope. 
it, it was dope, man. It, it was dope. I, I thought it was. I thought it's a really good. And I'm not finished yet, uh, but it's really cool to see the behind the scenes stuff with Patrick Mahomes and his wife, and kind of going back in their history, how they went to I think high school together, which is crazy. I didn't even, I didn't know that. Uh, Mariota, yeah, his and how his met his wife. Uh, it, it's dope, man. And, they, and I did hear they got picked up for season two, uh, so that's, that's pretty dope. dope. So if there was a season two, who who would y'all want to see on season two? It would be three new quarterbacks. I would do Josh Allen. Yeah. Because you want to have like a high elite level quarterback. So I would do Josh Allen Um, for the the younger guy. I would probably do. I would love for them to do a rookie. Yeah. Maybe like an Anthony Richardson. But I don't think they're going to do that. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. They kind of so, trying to get their life so, together. Based on what you just, I haven't watched Beach Crew. A journey, Clinton, you I need a journeyman. You need a journeyman. Yeah, so, so, oh God. Oh, they say they're doing a different think. position. Oh, if they're doing a different position, bro, then they then they need to do running backs because that yo they need to do running backs, man. Yo, they need to do running backs, dog. Yo, real. they need to do Saquon Barkley, Miles Sanders, and Christian McCaffrey. Those should be the three. Those should be the three. Those would be the three. Sam Darnold would be interesting. Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold would, be interesting. would be interesting. Allen Mayfield and a rookie, that would be interesting. Lamar Herbert and Jared Goff, that would also be interesting. I would Burrow. put Goff as the veteran. But Goff would be like Allen, Goff, and and uh, poof. maybe Watson would be interesting. Watson would bring the Ravens, Car- bro. Derek Carr would be interesting, too. Yeah, Derek would be interesting with the Saints. Yep, Tua maybe. Gino would be interesting to to listen to. He he's got a really good story he could share. Mm-hmm. I think Gino would be dope. Gino would be really dope. Considering that his crew really was dope. pretty much over, and he pretty much built that joint back up to the point where he got another got a bag. Gino would be dope to see. Josh Allen, Prescott, good. and Gino. That's not it's not too bad. That would that would that's not too bad. But yeah, man, I, I think yeah, it's it's a really good series. I gotta finish it up before I I completely give uh spoiler alert if you have my bad. I didn't say spoiler. I mean, I don't think it's something to really spoil. You kinda know what's gonna happen. I mean, it's not one of those yeah, like, things you can really It's kinda spoil, like watching but... the it's kinda like watching all nut for Carolina. You knew what happened that year. You knew. Same thing. But yeah. Yeah, same thing. But yeah, it's a really good series. Any anything else that yeah, Andy Dalton would be interesting. Andy Dalton would, would be, be interesting. very interesting. Since anything else that I missed? Any uh, anything that I missed that, that y'all want to talk about regarding uh, the series? I thought it was pretty cool, pretty good series. Somebody I'm trying to cram in the coaching it. section. They should have Matt Rule. Nah, I'm good. Nah, B, we good. good. We good on that. We good. We good on that. All right. If if nothing else uh, on the series, then we'll we'll keep it moving. But again, Dave, you got some time. Some downtime. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. Like watch I, it. I don't even have internet yet, bro. So, shout out, shout out to the hotspot. Yeah, you know. What I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's tough. That's tough, bro. From the hotspot. Long story. I ain't gonna get into it here. Maybe if I once we do a PNP confidential, I'll I'll tell I'll tell the the patrons about it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. What we got up next, man? Yeah. But, all right. Let's let's, let's move on. on. Let's move on. All right, Dave. Here we go. So the running back strike is on. All right. So the franchise tag deadline 
uh, has passed, right? For you, in order for you to reach a long term deal, the deadline is passed, um, and ba- and you can still reach a deal, but basically, none of the running backs got it got paid. So Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, uh, Austin Eckler, all these guys were looking for uh, long term deals, and they did not get a long term deal. Okay, so what does that mean? The running backs, all of those guys are pissed because basically. Nobody's getting paid. Nobody's getting paid. Nobody's getting a long-term deal. And now, essentially, the uh, the running backs, and as of a, a few hours ago, there's a report out there that veteran running backs have been communicating via group text to come up with ways to improve their financial prospects. Um, as of Monday, the plan of action was to complain about the situation on social media, which some of them did. Uh, and all of them are, are complaining on social media. So Dave, let's let's unpack this. Let's unpack this because I feel like everybody on Twitter is going nuts, right? There's all kind of people trying to poke holes in different arguments, and oh, if it doesn't apply to the quarterbacks, Brock Purdy's. You can say Brock Purdy and and blah blah. Brock Purdy is just as replaced. You can replace a quarterback like that too. So everybody, let let's let's unpack this. But Dave, I want to I want your thoughts. On, on a running back position and, and kind of how you feel about them and their lack of pay uh, payday. Oh, man. I'm trying to be as, as gentle as I can when I say this, but I don't think there's a way to say this. Somebody said it in the chat too, um, took the words right out of my mouth, that the position is disposable. Four years is the average that they stay stay um, in the league. So a lot of times that position doesn't get the big dollars. If you look at the last 10 to 15 Super Bowl champions and look at the starting running backs, most of those guys' salaries weren't that high. So it's already the, the data shows that it doesn't. you don't need to be paying, dropping a bag on these guys to get the production that you need. Will you get a Christian McCaffrey? No. But a Christian McCaffrey ain't won a Super Bowl yet. Chris McCaffrey ha- still has a losing record when he plays, even with well, what, the San Francisco season. What do you say to those that say CMC elevated the 49ers, so that therefore he's worth that that money? I would say that the 49ers almost went to the Super Bowl the year before CMC showed up with Jimmy Garoppolo. That's what I would say. That's what I would say. Like, did he elevate him? Yes. What was the result? The same as before. They lost in the championship game. Well, let's keep it a buck, guys. Like, let's not let's not get with the granularities and the silliness of it all. You, could you have an argument of, oh, San Fran looked like they were on the ropes? Okay. But they were getting production from other folks, too. Debo got a little bit of a, 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 um, a rest period, right? They didn't have to use Debo like they had to use him the year before. So now they have CMC. Sure. My point is, that's more on Kyle Shanahan the way he runs his offense than anything else. Exactly. He just so happened to have a CMC. Exactly. And I think that that is what people are not they're, – they're looking at these situations in isolation. And you, yeah. or they're, not, they're, looking at, they're taking a broad stroke and saying, oh, let's paint this across every situation. The reality is, is each situation is completely different, right? No, the, Kyle Shanahan's aren't, don't exist on every team. And I think the 49ers, to be honest, 
they played the situation exactly how you should play a running back situation. They waited for a team like Carolina to to make that mistake of paying them. Basically, the deal was $16 million per year, which is what we paid them. They're only paying them $12 million per year, which is a, a bit more uh, – it's easier to still high. swallow. It's still high, but it's easier to more pause, easier to swallow than, than uh the 16. You know what I mean? Super pause, yep. major pause on that. Major. But, but yeah, so like I, I think that each situation is completely different, right? You can't – if I'm the Giants, bro, I feel like the Giants – uh, should they pay Saquon? Saquon, he did some damage this year. He did. Bro, let me just move. But but you knew what the line was going to be when they made the decision to pay Daniel Jones. Right. I knew then Saquon was going to get his money from New York. That was it. As soon as they made the decision to give Sa- give give Daniel Jones forty five a year, Saquon, bro, they think they can replace you. And um, and I hope. And the thing is, man. I understand the frustration of the position of the of the players. Completely in the position. understand. I completely, I completely get it. That point needs to be stated. I completely get their frustration and why they're like that. My bad, Dave. I cut you off. Are you good? No, nah, it's just I completely understand their their situation. I completely understand their frustration with regards to this because y'all are getting the short end of the stick. There's no doubt about it. And but you could. Some people are saying, "Well, is it because CMC um, crushed the market?" Actually, I wouldn't blame CMC because that's not fair to CMC. Anybody that, that got an offer like that was going to take that deal. That ain't on CMC. That's on Carolina deciding to pay him that much. Yep. And now now teams are reacting to that. Teams are yep. saying, nah, we not, we not. the market is resetting. And you and like Dave said earlier, there's too many instances of guys, or it may have been said in the chat, but there's too many instances of guys not finishing. The, they're getting paid. And they're either getting injured or they're they're being moved on from their contract. Like, look, you can go. It goes back to like Todd Gurley and them. Todd Gurley didn't finish his contract. Right. Zeke didn't finish his contract. CMC didn't finish his contract. It's like two dudes. that's let's, uh, between let's keep it Kamara, Kamara and Derrick Henry, the only two dudes still on their contracts. Everybody else is either moved. They they're on another team or you know that teams have moved on. Let's keep it a buck. Let's not even talk about the rest of the NFL. Because we don't need to do that. Let's just talk about us. Right. Historically, in this franchise, we have had a habit of paying these running backs. At one point in this franchise, and it was a PNP Mania Trivage question, we had two of the highest paid running backs on the roster at the same time. At one point, one of our running backs was the second highest paid and the other one was the sixth highest paid in the NFL. That 2009 season when they both ran for 1,100 yards, did we make the playoffs, Rashad? Remind me. Uh, Probably not. No, we didn't. So, like, do we make the playoffs with them? Sure. How far do we go? We didn't go that far. Like, so, it's it, it ultimately boils down to that ain't the position that you need to pay. The position you need to pay is the trenches. The position you need to pay is there. Because then you can put anybody there. For those who weren't born during the Mike Shanahan days of the Denver Broncos, that dude spit out a thousand yard rusher and it didn't matter who it was. Alandis Gary, 
whoever it was, you just a random running backs, they will run for a thousand yards behind with the Broncos. Why? Because of the scheme of that offensive line. So yeah, no, yeah, David, David is absolutely right. I think when you, when you can when you talk about paying a, a Saquon Barkley, uh, what what do you want? 12, 12, 13, 14, 15 million, something like that per year, bro. What 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 position are you taking from? Right? How what does the offensive line look like? Which is why which is why it didn't make sense for Carolina to play Christian McCaffrey back then. Bro, we had nobodies on the offensive line. You paying him sixteen no. million. We didn't have a quarterback. We have an offensive line, but we had the greatest running back of all time in your eyes. It didn't make sense. So, so the time, the timing when you pay these running backs, I believe there is a, a space, or and there, there, I think, I think there is a time and place to pay a running back. And I think that for what Carolina did, even with Miles Sanders, bro. Truth be told, Dave, you talked about Miles us paying running backs in the past. Hold on, truth be told, Dave. Miles was the highest paid running back this year. We paid he, he was the highest paid running back from a contract standpoint. You know what I mean? So Miles, we still paying running back, but I think we did it right. He's Miles Sanders is a good running back. So there's a time and place to pay running backs, but you can I just don't think you that there's too much evidence that you don't have to break the bank for a running back to win and the, the objective is to win a Super Bowl. It's not to make the playoffs. It's not to just get – it's to win a Super Bowl. And like Dave said earlier, teams are just not doing – they're not investing. There's, they're better They're better everywhere else. They're better in the trenches. They're better skill positions. They're better quarterback. They're better defenses. They're just better. So there's no need for me to stand back and pay a running back. It's just the way it's been done. You know what I mean? So it, it, it just is what it is. And on top of that – the position gets hit a lot, guys. So a health, so it is a healthy thing too. Yeah, like we Which, like yes. There's no question that Saquon balled last year. Not denying it one bit. But he's had some injury problems. You know it, and I know it. We all know Which that is, Saquon has some injury problems. Right, and that's that's what's crazy. It's like y'all want these teams to commit four or five years to guys that haven't been healthy. Like they haven't been healthy. Like you can't you can't commit that much money to dudes that just haven't shown you the propensity not on a contract year, right? It changes completely different when it's the year before a contract year. The year the year you're playing for your contract, you're gonna sacrifice your body a little bit more. Once you get paid, then what happens, Dave? Hey, what what happened with C? Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna chill with that. But y'all well, know but, what happened. Let's keep it but let's let's be real about it though. Let's be real about it though. We paid Christian McCaffrey that money. He had a losing record when he played for us after he got his shot contract. You can talk about the quarterback problems. You can talk about whatever the hell you want. But the reason why we ain't have a good offensive line, the reason why we ain't have a good quarterback, is because we are here playing Christian McCaffrey, that being the highest paid running back in the league. This, and, and the fact that we never fixed the real core of the issue, which was the offensive line. So we out here getting my man hurt. And he getting hurt. And then why would he try to come? Why would he... Why would he try to rush back? He got his money. Do you blame yeah. him? I don't. Yeah, hey, I th- I just think the running backs are in a tough situation because guess what? If they if they strike or they they say, hey, if Saquon says I ain't coming back. Guess what happens? If that next man steps up, you completely prove their point as to why they're not paying you. 
So it, it's a double-edged sword. If you go out there and the running backs stick together, the problem with the running backs is there's so many of them. And yep. you could just pick one off the street, and if the dude starts balling, you completely prove the point as to why they're not going to pay you. So it's a double it, – they have they are playing a very, very risky game by not – if they if they decide to strike. It is a very, very risky game. If I you think, decide if you decide to strike, you gotta band you gotta band it together. And I don't and the thing is what I've learned when it comes to things like this, all you need is a couple of deflectors, bro. Like you gotta band together, band together. But then you think about Dr. Foreman. Dr. Foreman ball first last year, right? He did. Did not get much in Chicago when he went. So it's so like the market is what the market is. And and I got a question for you, Rashad, because I'm curious, because B. John Robinson got drafted in the first round very high. You you boy, you segue king right now. Dave. I was about to dive right into that. Go ahead. So he got drafted, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm gonna be clear. I didn't have a problem with him getting drafted as high as he did. I think Atlanta needed other things, but I didn't have a problem with his draft position. I felt like I think he's special. But the question becomes. After his draft contract, is he going to get the fifth year? Maybe. Probably, Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. And see, because guess what, Dave? He's Bijan Robinson. Here's the problem with drafting running backs in the first round. The problem with drafting, and this is a problem. This is the global problem with running backs right now. The problem is with running backs is that you draft one in the first round. Bijan Robinson already making more money than half the running backs in the league. The, he ain't mm-hmm. played a snap yet. He's playing at near the top end of his of his of the the running back pay scale. That the the salary cap, uh, the 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 rookie cap, or, or the rookie pay scale has really done damage to the running back position. Because guess what? When they're they're putting in the most of their work, bro, they're getting paid the least. So when they go get their deal, bro, they can't maximize on it because they already got paid the bulk of what they're gonna get paid. They need to restructure that rookie contract deal for the running backs. They got to go back to the to, to collective bargaining agreement and but, figure out how the running backs can get their bulk of their money within the first four years of their uh, of their of their career. Because guess what? After that, it's a wrap. I'll argue that he might get his fifth year. You want to know why? By the time the fifth year happens, the the running back average is going to be so much lower. So it might be worth doing it at that point, especially if he's still playing really well. So I could see them, I could see him potentially still getting the fifth year if he's playing really well, because it's not going to cost him as much as it did at the beginning. It ain't going to be like it is now. Like if you do a fifth year option for running back now, you got to deal with Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, like you're dealing with those averages. But in four or five years, that might not be the case anymore. And that's what the NFL is doing. They're suffocating the, 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 the suffocating the payments for the, the running back. Miles Sanders might end up being one of the highest paid. He's already one of the highest paid. He might end up being a wild paid running back. Yeah, he's up there. Years. He's already up there. He's already one of so the So that's my point. So if that and, and if, the sad Miles, the crazy part, the crazy part with his contract is Dave, he 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 like a top ten paid. I let me get I think he's top five, top five or top six. Right now. I know he's in the top ten for sure. So the thing is, by the time those four or five years hit for Bijan, Miles Sanders might be near the top of that list, <laughs> which is wild to think about. But that could be the case. So that means the average drop, even though Miles making Miles making decent money, but he ain't making the level of like McCaffrey or D or, or Henry or some of these other guys. 
Yeah, Miles is making uh, six million a year. He's number no. seven. It's a huge. It's like that's about half of what the number six person is making. Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is making twelve point two million a year, and uh, Miles comes in at seven, making half of that. And if you scroll down a little bit further, you got Gibbs make is Jamar Gibbs is the thirteenth highest paid running back in the league right now, and ain't played a snap, which is crazy. But that's that's the reality is that those guys they ain't played a snap, but you take them in the first round, they're already making the maximum of what they're. I mean, it, it it's a really weird scenario. When you look at, I ran the numbers for like the playoff teams, uh, and I I kind of tried to see how the playoff teams were structured, where they were taken. The average draft position for a running back in the um for a playoff caliber running back on well a running back on a playoff team. Let me say it that way. Yeah. Was second round, second round, right? Their second round pick is typically where the, it was a lot of thirds, maybe a seventh, a couple of undrafted guys. Uh, there was a, a couple of guys in the first round, but the mo- for the most part, it averaged out to about the, the second round, which is about right. If it's me and I'm drafting and I'm building a team, I would take a running back in the second round, no problem. That's where I wanted to take Bijan. That's where I wanted to take Jamar Gibbs. If they were there, that's where I would have taken it. Um, if you look at the average salary, if you average out the salary for all of the uh, the running backs on playoff caliber teams, Four point four million. Less than Sa- four point four million. Sanders. Less than Miles Sanders. It's l- little less than Miles Sanders. But it, again, and I, it, and I think we got a good contract with him. I think it's a great con. I like Miles Sanders, mm-hmm. Miles Sanders deal. I have no, and y'all know me. I will pick a part of deal if I have a problem with it. I have no problem with Miles Sanders deal. I like how much we paid him. I think it's. A, I think. And again, that's why I think Dave, it's there is a time and a play a place to pay a running back. I don't think you 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 uh you go out there and and draft a running back in the first round. That's not something I would do, right? Uh but at the same time, um I I would also wait. Wait for some of those contracts to expire. Somebody can go out and probably get a Josh Jacobs right now for a little bit cheaper because he just wants to get the hell away from uh from Vegas. You can go get you a look at look at Dalvin Cook. You can go out and get a Dalvin Cook for a discount if you just wait it out. Like there's a time there's a time and place to pay a running back. I think if you play if you're patient, like the 49ers were, like the Panthers were, you could land a pretty solid deal on a quarterback, on a running back, excuse me, and get some really ta- uh, a really um, talented player. You just got to be patient. I- and here's the here's the thing, man. I remember when we when the news broke, or the speculations was starting about McCaffrey getting traded to San Francisco, and the first thing I looked at was the number of free agents in the running back position, and I said, "We got to do this. We have to trade him now. If somebody wants him, we have to get the value out of him now because odds were really high that we're going to cut him and get nothing after the season. So we needed to do something now, and luckily we were able to do it." Yeah, so this is a this is a shot to uh, Jay issue. Uh, he says, "So, what are your thoughts on Joe Mixon deal?" I think Joe, Joe Mixon just took a pay cut. Mm-hmm. Joe Mixon just took a pay cut to stay with Cincinnati because listen, that's just the reality, bro. You could tell dudes that got smart people around him, guys like Miles Sanders who went and got that bag, right? He, I'm sure Miles might be on the group text, but he got some money. You know what I mean? Guys like Joe Mixon. T- taking a small pay cut to stay where you at, I probably wouldn't. I, listen, if I'm paying, if right now, 
I probably wouldn't pay a, a running back max contract. I'm willing to pay a running back right now is probably twelve million, and that's what CMC is making. I'm not going no higher than that. And you gotta be, yeah. bro. You gotta be. Uh, I mean, top top five. I'm talking about Derrick Henry, CMC, uh, Josh Jacobs. You gotta be at the top of your top of your game for you to get that. And I don't think the Panthers right now are in that scenario to do that. We got Miles Sanders, who I think is serviceable. But if it's me, I'm not for what? what I'm taking too, that money nobody, and shifting it elsewhere. I don't think nobody in the league is willing to do that anymore. And that's the dilemma that the running back's going to have. So they, if, they, if they're serious and they're going to be about it, man, you, they're going to definitely gonna have to band together to get this fixed. Because everybody, all the other skill positions are getting their bag. The wide receivers are getting the bag. Thank they're getting the bag. Yo, anything that impacts the quarterback directly, you're going to get it. The wide receivers, offensive linemen, they're getting paid, bro. And that's why, and again. Running backs with hands, running backs with hands typically do too. Helps. It helps. It helps. If you just a running back, so like Barkley, he's got a legitimate beef. But Derrick Henry, I love you, dog. But you ain't got the hands. That's going to be a factor. I'm going to keep it a buck. It's going to be a factor. It's gonna be a fact that you're trying to get another bag. Like even like edge rushers, bro. All those dudes, man. Yo, you. There's premium positions you gotta pay. I, I, yeah. Running back ain't it, bro. It's just it's it's not, and and that's not to diminish what a running back brings to the game. They are very valuable. The problem is, is that there's so many of them, and once one goes down, bro. Look at Foreman, bro. We did not skip a, bro. As much as y'all love and, and hit the pounder table for Christian McCaffrey. We did not miss a damn beat when we got Foreman in here. We won and, more and games. Started rotating. We won, we more, won more games. games. Like, come on, man. If that, like, I get it, y'all. I, some of y'all love running backs, wanna, and I get wanna, it. Y'all, no, y'all want a stat? I'm gonna give y'all a stat. I'm gonna give y'all a give stat. Give us a stat, Dave. Dante Foreman won more games as a starter than, than CMC did in a season. Run, Dave. Run. I mean, it's just. And, and listen, there's so many factors, right? Coaching, all that stuff matters, bro. It, it, there's a lot of factors. I don't want to sit here and single out running backs. In, but it, there's a lot of layers to this. In Carolina's particular instance, paying CMC was not the right move at the time. It just wasn't. It just wasn't. We had so many others. We had so much other shit to fix, and it just was not the right time. So, I mean, good. listen, good luck to all the running backs. Thoughts and prayers to y'all. Cause it's gonna nah, y'all gotta yo, up I battle, think if bro. they, I think they're gonna if they band together. I think it it, I think it can gain some traction. I just don't think they're gonna get the money, all the money they think they're gonna get. And they're gonna have to get media backing. And I have a feel. Typically, when it comes down to money, the media typically does not back up the players. So you're gonna have to do this in a different way. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. When it, whenever there's a disagreement when it comes when it's the players versus the owners, the media tends to side with the owners, not the players. Just keep that in mind. Where do you turn to stay in touch with the city around you? Broadcast news isn't what it used to be. And commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all. When you want. Wherever you want. On your schedule. There is. The Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts.
But I digress. Let's move on. Yeah. So I, I think, and, it, and again, it, it, the market is the market. It's no different from in real life. You, you want to apply this to real life scenario, bro, teachers should get paid more than they do, but they don't. The market sure is don't. just the market. It's really nothing you can really do about it uh, unless these guys, you know, they, they put their foot down. Now, the problem is double-edged sword. You put your foot down and another man takes your spot because guess what? There's some hungry dudes that's not in that group chat, that that's not in your little veteran group chat, that be willing to pull your spot and they'll fight for that joint. So, and if they successfully do it, you're in trouble because you basically proved their point. So, it's, it's, it is it is what it is. They got somebody got to they got to figure it out. I I hope they figure it out, man. I hope they figure it out, but it's only select few running backs I'm willing to pay heavy money and it, that's that's upper echelon, bro. Henry's Jacobs is one of them, by the way. I would pay Jacobs. Uh, yeah, I agree. I like Josh. I like Josh a lot. But given given the scenario that the Raiders are in, I just don't I I can see why they kind of chilling too. I see it both I can look at both I see it from both scenarios, from every any team you can you can any team you you pull up Vikings, uh, whether it be um, the the Giants, I can see both sides of the coin. It's just it it is what it's, there's no real answer to it because every scenario is different. We can't we can't pull up a Pacheco and say, oh look at Pacheco, bro. Pacheco is playing with the greatest one of the probably going to end up being the greatest quarterback of all time. Like it's yep. that's different. Mahomes don't grow on trees, bro. For that easy, everybody pick up a Mahomes and pick up a a, a seven round running back. It, every situation but it ain't just is different. Mahomes. We need to, but bro, we need to stop. It ain't just I'm Mahomes. just saying. But I'm just saying, we it, it, every situation is different, bro. That's all I'm saying. We can't paint a broad stroke. This shit. It's all different. It's yep. all completely different. That's I'm all I'm saying. There. I just don't like to see the Twitter spats between the, everybody trying to pull these little talking points, and it's all irrelevant, bro. Every situation is different. Every situation is different. But they're bored, too. It's July. But There's that part, It's too. true. It's true. It's true. All right. Uh, my fault. I went on a tangent there. Anything else on the running backs? We, we could talk about Mike Davis. I see Mike Davis uh, stuff in the chat. I did see his Instagram story. I really don't care. I don't know why that's such a – I don't know why – I have no idea what you're talking out. about, and I'm going to be honest Mike, with you, bro. I don't want to know about it. Yo, I don't want to know about it. Let's move on. No, no, I gotta tell you because they they didn't oh, blew it up in the chat. So Dave, Mike Davis, you remember Mike Davis, right? I know who he is. Former Panthers running back, former Falcons running back. Yep. He posted on his chat a Panthers helmet, saying I'm training. So all uh, the Twitter, Panthers Twitter goes up in arms. Oh, we're gonna get another running back. Mike Davis wants to come back, and I'm like, bro, I could. It's Mike I Davis. I could care less, bro. Give me Cam Peoples, bro. I don't care about, bro. I want to see some. Mike Davis is is cool, but bro, I'm good, bro. I'm cool. Davis didn't do anything to me. It's just the market's the market. We got running backs. We got we Jackson got Justin Miles Sanders. Yeah, we ha- no, I mean we picked up Miles Sanders and we I'm we grabbed the Chuba. Miles Sanders, we picked him up. No, we ain't draft no Miles Sanders. I, I got that wrong. We picked up Miles Sanders and we dra- and we drafted Chuba not too long ago. We're good. And we have Blackshear, and we have Cam. Got Blackshear, we good. We good. We good, man. We 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 good. Why are we worried about Mike? Why is Mike Davis even Mike, a thing? Mike, like, Mike, you know, no. I'm gonna tell you. Here's my thing, Mike. Here you go, Mike. Mike Jones. I don't know what your Mike. What Mr. Davis? You shouldn't have left in the first place. Maybe you should have stuck around. 
But you know he what? He got that bag from Atlanta, I think. He got that bag from Atlanta, so you can't be mad at him. He got his bag. The mark is done. You know what I'm saying? This their real estate crash of 2008, 2009. What, what, what more can I say? What more can I say to you? There you go. Yeah. Mike Davis, move on. Let's go. Like, let's, let's right, the next move. topic. <laughs> Oops, my fault. Went backwards. My bad. No, you good. You good. All right. Remember, you catch us on Rumble if you get tired of YouTube. Just throwing that out there. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Panther Nation PC. Uh, shout out to all the MVPs. My man, uh, Austin Pick, he selected the uh, Hall of the Hall of Honor game. So that game, which is, I believe is the Texans game, I believe is gone. So uh, when we when we see Julius Peppers and um, and Musim Muhammad enshrined in Panthers Hall of Honor, that game is now gone. So uh, we, we will continue to do these giveaways. Stay tuned. Uh, we have more giveaways coming. I should have a lot more stuff to give away. Come training camp, we get some autographs. At training camp, so I have I'll be doing some giveaways during training camp. So make sure you stay tuned um, because I'll be doing more giveaways. MVP is gonna get theirs first, and then we'll kind of trickle down to the other other uh, uh, Patreon members later. All right, so shout out to the MVPs, man! Uh, shout out to our franchise folks, and shout out to our free agents, man! We really appreciate y'all support. Without y'all, uh, we'd be nothing. So we greatly appreciate our Patreon support. All right, keeping it moving, Dave Underdog Fantasy. I can't hear you, I got this new oh, thing. I talked about it previously. Oh, I'm going to bring it up one more time. No, no, no. Go it's ahead. the internet. I'm probably running out of data at this point. So, shout out to Underdog Fantasy. Use the code PNP when you get there, when you when you sign up. Um, they have this thing now called Weekly Winners. You do a best ball draft. You can get paid every single week in the best ball draft, which is really awesome. Um, and they still have Best Ball Mania, so check that out as well. Baseball's back. Uh, we're past the All-Star break. Check out baseball. They do MMA. They do anything. They do eSports. Go to underdogfaces.com and use the code PNP when you do, and they're still doing a $100 sign-up. Thanks. Shout out to Underdog, man. Great partner of ours. All right, let's keep it moving. All right, Dave. So Joe Person wrote some articles, uh, wrote an article uh, talking about some training camp primer stuff. There's a couple topics I want to talk about. Uh, Cade Mays being the starting right guard is one of them. Dave, in the absence of Austin Corbett, how do you feel about this? I love it. I love it. I love it. Everybody been talking about development for everything else, but for this, I love it. Because he can do it. And he's a dog. And he can play every position on the line, too. So I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, man. I like I like K. And again, I, I love to see our guys develop. There we go. That that develop word, right? I think the, the, the thing with him is we got to see him in action last year. Um, and he played fullback and come some of those goal line situations. And this is what we wanted to see with K. Like, if there was an injury, yo, can you step in? Can you play? And what do we have, Dave? Offensive line depth is something I've been pounding the table for for years. And now we're seeing the fruits of that labor. This Even this guy being a sixth-round pick last year, he's coming in, going to play. Uh, he's going to start at right guard uh, in the absence of Austin Corbett while he is on the men. We already know Austin Corbett is going to miss a couple of weeks. And uh, I love this. I, I, I hope, hopefully, we won't miss a beat. Right? That's the whole point in, in drafting these guys and and to develop them, is that we won't miss a beat. So I love this. I, I love. I absolutely love this. And uh, love it, shout bro. out to K Mays, man. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love it, man. Cause I like K. I love the pick when we drafted him too. So yeah, love it. I watched this film. I remember watching this film out of Tennessee, man. I was I was loving this dude, man. Play center. 
plays guard, like Dave said, plays tackle, plays all across the line. Really good swing guy. Gonna fit wherever you need a guy, he's, he can he can play that uh, position. And uh, yeah, love K's man, Cade Mays. Excuse me. All right, um, moving on, Dave. Let me see. All right, Golden Corral, Dave. Looks like hey, Joe Person said. Matt Corral is going to get the bulk of the preseason snaps. He's going to do him a favor. What What are your thoughts on this? I think this is pretty. This is pretty big time. What, what do you think? What do you think about Matt Corral getting these preseason snaps? They're trying to trade him. Think so? They're trying to trade him to get something back. He's already taking himself off the team. They're trying to get something back. Sixth round pick, seventh round pick, anything. They're trying to trade him. Hey, that rookie, the rookie deal is valuable. The rookie, the rookie deal, being on that rookie deal is, deal is valuable. You get a solid backup. Hey, I, I agree actually too. Um, I, I completely agree that they're trying to uh, give him some reps, get him some shine, make him look good. Then uh, kind of sh- if he balls, he won't be on the roster. <laughs> Facts. He'll be out of here. They'll keep Facts. him just because. But they're not gonna give him away for nothing. They're going to try to trade him. What's this? ASM, AMSR, ASMR, whatever that is. ASMR. I don't know what that is. I just know they're trying to trade him. They're trying to trade him, man. Yeah, I think They're I definitely think it, I think that's what it is, though, man. Yeah, I think I think Matt Corral, if he balls, hey, he 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 has nowhere to go but up because he was awful last uh, last year. no of no fault of his own. Again, we talked about how he had a lack of of reps in training camp. It wasn't his fault. Rule did not do him any favors. So hopefully, he gets opportunity now. Should have never drafted him, bro. I'll stand by that. Should have never drafted him. Should have never drafted him. And 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 and. It's just, the, it, and it's not because, and, and I, let me be clear. It's not because I don't think the kid's talented, because I think he does have potential. It's the fact that you draft a quarterback knowing that this coach was about to be out of here. Should have never drafted him. And why don't y'all like New Westerner, man? I'm just letting y'all know that they're trying to trade him. It's a, ASMR day. Just trying to trade him. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, that, that's all that needs to be said there. I think they're setting him up for trade. Get some uh some some value back. We got Andy Dahl and we've got uh Bryce Young and we're we're good. That's pretty much it. All right, Dave. This is the final topic, but I, I want we could we could kind of spend some time on this next topic because I think you were I saw you posting about this on Twitter. But Dave Uh-oh. Luke Keekley is going to be Man, eligible. Luke. He's gonna be eligible for a Hall of Fame in twenty twenty five. Dave, what do you think? Is he a first ballot? Hall of Famer. Absolutely. 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 I ain't got to whisper that. He's first ballot. They should go in there for like 10 minutes and walk out. As soon as they name their name, Luke Keekley only played eight seasons, seven seasons. Who cares? Defensive player of the year, Super Bowl appearance, defensive rookie of the year. He's in. Average 100 tackles in every season that he played in. He's in. What are we discussing here? So what are, what are, what do you say to those that say, well, Patrick Willis had the same the same stats and he didn't get in his first go, but he should have. Y'all can decide why, he's, and that's what I tweeted. He, 
He's been waiting four years, Dave. So what? He should be in. He should have been first ballot. And, and look, man, look. He should have been first ballot. And listen, and I ain't got to be crazy about it. I think y'all could put two and two together. But I promise you, when 2025 comes around, Luke Kuechly's going to be first ballot. He's not going to be waiting. Y'all can decide yeah. why later, but I'm telling you right now, he's not going to be waiting. It shouldn't be like this, but it's the reality of the fact. He ain't going to be waiting. He will be in that class of 2025, and I might have to make a trip to Canton. I'm definitely going. I'm going uh, 2024 uh, when uh, when Julius Peppers is in that yeah, thing. Yeah, I should far. probably try to plan a trip for that too. Yeah, for sure, definitely going. Uh, and, hey, and we, Slim does have we, a good point. Slim does have a good point. He never was the physical player. Willis was never the physical player of the year. Bingo, and that's a great point. It, so I found this. Uh, I found this calculator. Somebody go to if you go to future footballlegends.com they put together this calculator that basically uh I want to respond it, to this. It, oh go ahead no 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 you can do this but i want to make sure we know that i'm going to respond to this go ahead Continue no no go ahead. go ahead go ahead no no go ahead go ahead bruh the wide receiver position historically is one of the hardest positions to get in as the hall of famer compared to linebacker you can't just it's apples and oranges so when you have somebody like a to that's not first ballot Considering what he did, he was like top three in like a lot of statistical categories. He's not first ballot, but Megatron is. And that's not to deny how good Megatron was because he was great. He's one of the best wide receivers I've ever seen in my life. But he didn't play long enough. There's wide receivers that had longer careers, had better numbers that did not get in first ballot. And I'm not just trying to say that to be a prick. I'm just trying to keep it a buck with you. When it comes to the wide receiver position, they tend to give those guys a tougher resume. So I was stunned that he was first ballot because he didn't play that many years. So yes, when you talk about a wide receiver, it's different than talking about linebackers. There's a difference. There is a distinct difference. Point blank period. And if you don't believe me, go look at the numbers. Carry on. Sorry. Yeah, so uh, so the, going to uh, futurefootballlegends.com, they put together this this calculator uh, that uh, basically uh, gives point values to each accomplishment. For example, Pro Bowl, uh, you know, uh, player of the year, defensive player of the year, offensive player of the year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Basically what they've, they're pretty, and uh, this has been pretty solid as far as first ballot versus not first ballot, but they have a point system, right? Uh, and based on that point system, um, Luke Keekley has 50 points. And that basically meets the threshold. If you have 50 points, you're uh, pretty much a lock to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Patrick Willis was 47. And the difference was that Patrick Willis didn't have defensive player of the year. right? So that's the difference. So we'll find out if that really is the the, the limiting factor. But if you want to go to other guys like um, Julius Peppers, he has a number of 54. So Julius Peppers is going first to be ballot. most likely a first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, guy like Brian, what is Steve Br- Smith? I was gonna get there. Steve oh, Smith, sorry. you don't want it. they you don't. It's, it's not good. It's it's an eight eighteen. Really, eighteen, bro. Because he was all pro in two different positions. Eighteen, bro. So Do they take a factor into like this where he's ranked when he when he retired? He was top ten in a lot of statistical yeah, categories. I, in his position. No, I, it doesn't. It doesn't account for that. I think it just accounts for. Uh, but he wasn't going to like 
But rem- remember, remember the reason why we got the interview with, with Philly Brown was because of the comment that I made. And it wasn't because yeah. I didn't think Steve Smith was first ballot. It was just the fact that I know how hard it is to do at that position. It's just hard. It, did Marvin Harrison over 50 points? Yeah, let me, let me go back and see if I can find it. One finalist. Uh, Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison had... 53. Yeah, mm. Super Bowls. I think Super Bowls count. Yeah, Super Bowls give you points. Yeah, Jerry Rice had a score of 104, fan. That's what that's kind Jesus. of what we. Yeah, yeah, that, that's more than double. And Marvin Harrison was the second highest uh, ranked on that on the list. And oh, Jerry Rice had 104. So what was Randy Moss? That's not that's a good one. I'm curious about. Randy, Randy Moss is 41, leave. 41. And he was first ballot. Yep, To was 40. And he was not first ballot. And I Tyreek saw y'all talking about was Tyreek Tyreek Hill already has a score of thirty nine, Julio Jones thirty eight, Larry Fitzgerald thirty three, but yeah, Damn, it, that's it looks like low, Smitty. Bro. Yeah, it looks like Smitty gonna have to wait for a little bit, bro. And to to put it in perspective, there's only one, two, but he's not first ballot. Guys. But but we're past the first ballot point anyway. Yeah, but bro, I'm talking. All right, so now I'm talking in general, just in general. Like it, it ain't got to be first first ballot or nothing. It that doesn't really matter for for my next point. There's only one, two, three guys that have um, a score lower than Steve Smith, and that's Don Maynard, Fred Bolitnikoff, and Bob Hayes. So y- you do the the math on how far back those guys were. It's 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 an uphill battle for my man Smitty, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you, Dave. He should get in, though. I stand by that. He should get in. I, oh, I'm, I'm with in. you. I definitely think he should get in. Now, I, now, now, now all, on, all Panthers bias aside, right? Like, when you start – because for me, for me, it comes down to the numbers, too. Like, when you consider the offenses that Steve Smith played for and the numbers that he was pulling with those offenses, when you consider the accomplishments that he did have. I mean, there's only three other players in NFL history that's, ever won the triple, that's done the Triple Crown. Like, when you put all those things into account, he should get in. I mean, we can have the argument about first ballot or not. Fine. But he should be in. Like, he like he retired. He retired with everybody above him in the receiving yards numbers are Hall of Famers except for one guy. And that one guy is not eligible yet. And that's Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. So, so, so like, he should be in. Asked, somebody asked about Torrey Holt. Torrey Holt is a score of 24. Andre Johnson has a score of 23. Hines Ward, 21. Wes Welker even has 21. Again, the Super Bowls matter. Uh, Tim Brown had uh, a score of 21, so he's not too far off. I mean, guys like he's Tim, in the, the – Tim, Tim, Tim was the first ballot, was he? I don't think Tim was first ballot. He should I don't know about – I don't. yeah, I don't know about first ballot or not. I can check. Um, I, that's I'm not in what I'm looking at. Um, but he's – guys like even Chad Johnson has a score of 19, Dave. And Steve has eighteen. We we gotta be missed. There's gotta be a triple crown uh category. Yeah, my missing. point. He ain't getting no credit for the triple crown. I don't or think he what got about credit playoffs? For triple crown. He's got playoff numbers too. Like Yeah, I don't it's not account for that day. Yeah, I know. I'm just telling I'm just telling you it what it's so it accounts for this is what it accounts for. It accounts for Pro Bowl selections. You get one point for Pro Bowl selection. Five points for first team All Pro, 
Three points for second team All Pro, fifteen points for first team All Decade, nine points for second team All Decade, twelve points per general All Decade selection, no first or second de- team designation, nine points for MVP season, eight points for Super Bowl MVP, five points for non non MVP Super Bowl winning QBs, one point for for AFL and this is all AFL stuff. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty accurate for if you hit that fifty-point threshold, bro. You damn near, you damn near. Um, first ballot. You damn near first ballot. So, so we know who's getting there first ballot, guys. And then it says for most position for most positions, a score in the mid thirties puts you firmly in the Hall of Fame discussions. But for wide receivers, it has been significant, significantly less. So. There is an asterisk when it comes to um, the wide receiver position, but I thought when I looked chat? at this, what I was thought, Calvin Johnson's numbers again? What was his number? Calvin Johnson. Let me go to Calvin. Johnson. Oh, make a try. Let me look. I don't even think I asked. I should have asked if I didn't already. I can remember. Thirty-six. It's pretty good considering how short career he had. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. There. What's Cam's number? Somebody asked for Cam. All right, let's let's look. Let's find Cam. Let me see if I can find him. Uh, but quarterbacks got to be all over the place, bro. Because I'm gonna look, some of these quarterbacks they talking out. about. We're gonna find out. Oof, man, damn, Tom, Tom Brady got the high. Obviously, has the highest uh, score, one forty three. Peyton Manning, <laughs> one twenty five. Joe Montana, ninety one. Aaron Rodgers already has an 89 score. He's still active. Then it goes Unitas, Favre. Mahomes has a, fi- a 52 already. So he's, you know, he's first ballot. He's already first ballot. He already, he, that's already locked in for Drew, him. Yeah, it is. Drew Brees is 36. Uh, excuse me, 38. And he's eligible in he's 2026. You think? He's first ballot. Think so? Think he's so? going to be first ballot. Yeah. All right. It's quarterback. Now, now, if there's any position that's light when it comes to who's first ballot or not, it's quarterback. What's Eli Manning's score? Eli Manning. Let me see. I got a search here. <laughs> he's got two Super Bowls. He's got points. Eli Manning. He's gonna be first ballot. Twenty. So twenty. He's gonna be, and they're talking him going to be first ballot. He's probably getting in first ballot. So his score is twenty. Cam scores seventeen. By the way. Yes. And Lamar Jackson already got score sixteen. Well, you got the MVP. Yeah. Got the MVP already. I mean, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has scored eighteen. Cam has has scored seventeen. Just put that in perspective. Steve McNair fifteen. Russell Wilson has scored fourteen. Jim Kelly is in. Warren Moon is in. They have scores of thirteen and twelve respectively. It's quarterback, um, bro. But Warren Moon had to yeah. wait. He had to wait a bit too. I think Jim Kelly was first ballot if I remember correctly. When you go to four straight Super Bowls, I guess that'll do it, even if you don't win any. Yeah, I mean it's pretty, pretty straightforward here, from a, uh, from a quarterback standpoint. What's Marino's? Somebody asked for oh, Giant Marino. And he's now. By the way, now he's from Marino. Marino had a score of damn, just uh, The thing is, I think quarterback, there's so many other factors, man. There's a lot of – I think there's a lot. If there's any position that got politics, it's that position right there. 
because there's already talking like Eli the first ballot. You know what I'm saying? They're already talking it. Like some are no brainer. Peyton's first ballot. Brady's first ballot. Like, but then when you get into is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? Is this guy's a Hall of Famer? Like, it becomes very difficult at that point. That score's gonna be insequential for quarterback position. They got a list of snubs here. Patrick Willis is the highest snub on the list. Patrick got to get in. Um, they they talking about Dwight Freeney's a snub. Yeah, and, and like Dave said, the wide receivers this is a long list of wide receivers. <laughs> Telling you, bro. Yeah, you just gotta wait. And it's a, yeah, wide receivers just gotta wait. There needs to be like a wide receiver year where you like let like seven of them in. Because the thing is, somebody like an Art Monk, Art Monk waited for. Ever to get into the Hall yeah. of Fame, he won Super Bowls. When he retired, he had some of the records. Some of the records that Jerry Rice broke was Art Monk's records, and they made Art Monk wait. Why? Because he wasn't a, a media guy. Even though he had the numbers to be in there, they made that man wait. So it's politics into it too. But yeah, see something. Uh, and I don't think I'm Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer. I do not think Matt Ryan's a Hall of Famer. I know he's going to get in, but I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. So just looking up the the next upcoming guys that are eligible. Uh, Let's see. Let's go back to 2024. So 2024, starting this year, Julius Peppers seems to be the only first ballot guy on this list based on the scoring. Uh, Antonio Gates is next behind him with 38 as far as guys that are eligible this year. So they will be first ballot candidates. So Julius Peppers, 54. Antonio Gates, 38. Eric Berry, 32. Then you got Haloti Nata, set 27. Jamal Charles, Nada, Brandon Marshall. In, Nada's getting there. Nada has scored Nada could be Nada could be first, first ballot. He know, might get the opportunity to become first ballot. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, when you talk about, <laughs> when you talk about, based on the names you just gave me, obviously Peppers is going to headline the class. Let's 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 Jeez. not let's not even Facts. argue that. All right, let's let's not even get into that discussion point. But after that, you could argue not not to be next in line. You can legitimately argue it. If you're going to have a second first ballot guy, it would be Nada. Absolutely, it would be Nada. So in twenty twenty, okay. No, y'all, you got it. You got it. So in twenty twenty five, this is Luke's year. So Luke is the only guy that's at fifty points right now. So Luke, and then after him, you got Marshall Yanda, who's a guard. He has forty five points. Earl Thomas, forty points. Adam Vinatieri, thirty three points. Marshawn Lynch, twenty five. So that's and even Dave. Our very own Ryan Khalil, he'll be eligible in twenty twenty five as well. Eighteen points. So do you think? Do you think Lynch is going to get in as a first ballot? He should, but do you think he first will? ballot? Nah, not nah. I think he really? waits a little bit. I think he waits a little bit. I think I think he might get in, bro. I think they might get. I think he. I think he. Marshawn Lynch's career is interesting. To say the least, but no, no, it'd be interesting to see. I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares either way, personally. But, um, but you know, 
And then um, 2026, you got Marquise Pouncey. He has 40 points. Drew, B, Drew Brees, excuse me, 38. First yeah, ballot. Drew Brees. I think Drew Brees get, he'll get in there. First Sean McCoy, Jason Witten, Gino. Oh, Larry, Fitch, Larry Fitzgerald, Witten. bro. What you think about Larry? You think Larry? I think first we're gonna ballot? have. I think we're gonna have three. I think we're gonna have three first ball Hall of Famers in that class. Mm, yeah, that's twenty twenty six. There, there will be three first ball Hall of Famers in that class, sir. Des Bryant also. Ty he ain't getting in. He's gonna have to wait. Throwing a couple of names. Just throwing a couple of names out there. He gonna wait. No, no, we go. They're gonna have three first ball Hall of Famers in that in that in that in twenty twenty six. So, so if there's any opening for wide receivers to get in, they need to get in before last Rogero's eligible. They need a, you know, a Steve Smith need to sneak in here. A Torrey Holt need to sneak in here. Yeah. This is where you got to get these wide receivers in before 2026. 2026, there's going to be three of them. There's three first ballot Hall of Famers based on what you just named. Breeze. Name them just again. Breeze is the first ballot. Pouncey is the first ballot. And the, and and my memory is already trash. So. Uh, Geno Atkins, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald is the first ballot. Those three are first ballots. Off gate. No hesitation. No if ands, buts about it. Pouncey, Breeze, Fitzgerald are all first ballots. No hesitation. Those are all first ballots. Those are all first ballots. I know Pouncey, I know centers aren't sexy, but <laughs> Pouncey was it, bruh. Des Bryant's gonna have to wait. Des ain't getting it. Des ain't getting in for Steve Smith. I'll go in and tell you that right now. He ain't getting in for Steve Smith. So you guys, so you guys think Des is a Hall of Famer, then he got the way to Smith gets in. But interesting discussion. Yeah, no, I think it, it is very interesting. Uh, so people are asking, let's go through a couple more of our guys. So just for for um, for S and Giggles, uh, Sam Mills was a his score was sixteen, and he, he got, got in. But he had to uh, wait. Kevin Grant. Yeah, he did wait a long time. Kevin Green got in as well. He had 33 points. Um, let's see. Some other guys that could be coming up soon after that. Pe- we got Peppers, Luke. Uh, Michael Bates, actually. <laughs> he was eligible a long time ago, but he had 28 points. Um, he had uh, Ryan Khalil. Pros when he first got into the league. Right, right. Uh, Ryan Khalil, 18. Chris Jenkins was eligible in 2016. He had 17 points. Cam Newton is isn't eligible until twenty twenty seven, but has seventeen points. Did he officially um, retire? Cam, no. I, well, he again, yeah, he has not. But if he does, if he doesn't, or if he does, he'll be eligible in twenty twenty seven. Christian McCaffrey has nine points. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Um, Wesley Walls has fourteen points. Was eligible in two thousand nine. Brian Burns has two points. We gotta get some. We gotta get some guys up there, man. We need some more points from our from our guys. Olson, Olson, nine points. Same as McCaffrey. Yeah. JJ Jansen. What about the running back? What about the running back? What about DeAndre Williams and Jonathan Stewart? Uh, Jonathan Stewart, one point. D'Angelo, four points. What about, what about Thomas Davis? Thomas Davis, eight points. Jordan Gross, eight points. Wow, that's it? That's it. He got less than Khalil. 
And I'm talking about Ryan Khalil, yeah, not Matt. Let me I... be clear. Uh, John Casey. Let me see what John Casey is. If he is he even on here, he should be because I see Gano. Casey has four points. <laughs> Sam Donald Sam zero Donald. points. Not on the list. <laughs> Y'all are so. So petty. yeah, after 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 Peppers and Luke, it's it's gonna be you know Steve obviously. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a little. What about Machine Muhammad? What about Machine Muhammad? Masin has seven points. Here, I can send y'all the list so y'all can look at it for y'all reference. Ever want to go back into it and look at it? I think it's an interesting discussion. It kind of puts some context around, you know, all who's for who's first ballot, who's not. I think it gives you a a guide. Not it's not the end all be all, obviously, because other factors in play. Uh, especially when you talk about guys like T.O. I mean, they had different – there was some different uh, <laughs> things associated with his eligibility and whatnot. Uh, so, what, what was his points? You know, what it, was, what's T.O.'s points again, remind me? T.O.? Let me go back. Yeah. T.O. had 40. He was the first ballot. Bro, he was first ballot, man. He was first ballot. He should have been first ballot. And y'all know why he didn't get it. But the, oh, we all know why he didn't get it. But it, go, but it goes back to my politics point. We know why some of these yeah. guys don't get it. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm trying to say is that that's, that stuff is not accounted for, right? That kind of stuff is not nope. accounted for. Nope. Yeah. So just keep that in mind. All right, Dave. With that said, man, anything else? That that was the last thing on my list. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, considering that I didn't go to bed until six a.m. this morning. Y'all got a lot out of me today. Pause. Let y'all know that. Pause. Indeed. That's because you're standing up. You should stand up more often. That's exactly the reason. This is exactly why I'm standing up. I'm I did because I know for a fact if I am sitting down, would not make this show. I fell asleep on my chair last. I fell asleep on the chair at six a.m. this morning. I've been pack, unpacking like crazy, trying to get this stuff done. Yeah. Hey, so real quick, training camp is next week. Dave and I are going to be out there. Uh, be on the lookout for me, man. I'm going to be doing some interviews. Uh, not interviews for players, but interviews for the people. I'm doing some content, some street street interview content. Uh, so y'all stay tuned for that. Uh, catch Dave and I out there again next Saturday. It's going to be PMP and friends. I think. Um. Yep. So, uh, yeah, man, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a blast. Yeah. Make sure y'all check us out. I'm, I gotta yep. release some more tickets. I, I'll probably do that sometime this weekend. Yeah, I'll, I'll like for those who don't know, I'll be out there for the first five days of training camp. So I'll be in Spartanburg. I'm flying out Tuesday, and I, next Tuesday. So I'll be out. I'll be out in these streets, man. Like I'll be in Spartanburg. I'll be in the Spartanburg area for the first couple through uh, PNP and friends that Saturday. And then I'm gonna drive back and forth for the for the following week till I fly back home on the second. I'm not gonna be at Fan Fest. Y'all can have fun with Fan Fest. Yeah, I'll be out there. Um, real quick, uh, somebody asked earlier about the Browns unis, the white ones. I thought them joints was cold. To be honest with you, I like them shits. I liked it. Mm. That was, was fire. That's how that's that's Twitter, how off the grid I've been the past. Go on Twitter. 
and yeah, I'll check it out. Look up Cleveland Browns. They they're yeah, pretty nice. White helmet, white helmet, white uniform. It's pretty fire. That's what's up. Pretty fire. All right. That's that being said, man, we're gonna shut this thing down, man. Um, make sure y'all stay on the prowl, right? Be positive. All Always that good stuff, man. We, yeah, stay on the prowl. Like, subscribe, notification bell. Um, yeah, we're gonna see y'all next week. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be good stuff. Lots of content gonna be coming from training camp. Stay tuned. Hit the subscribe button. That's it, man. We up out of here. Peace. Peace, guys. Queen City Podcast Network.com.